Welcome to the Curator Salon podcast. I'm Geeta Joshi and today I am talking to Tia Lin. Welcome, Tia. Hey, everyone. Tia is a business empowerment coach and she also runs a custom clothing line. Tia, why don't you tell us a bit more about what you do? Awesome. So I have a custom clothing line. We do festival wear and ugly Christmas sweaters. It's static threads. If you ever look us up, it's really crazy out there clothing and really fun. And then now I'm doing business coaching, which is my passion while I do the clothing line, and I just love it. I wanted us to talk about when somebody might think is the right time for them to work with a coach. Oftentimes it's when they're stuck in their business, but I know that you have some ideas, particularly around when people are ready to step up and work with a coach. So let's start there. Number one, I definitely think it's when it's the time to do so. When I, what I mean by that is you have the time, you're ready to make the time and you maybe want to save time. So you want to do it faster, quicker, and you're ready to show up. It's not like, oh, I kind of want to grow this business. It's, oh my gosh, I'm ready to show up fully, do it 100%. And I think that's a really interesting point because it's actually the difference between like, "Mm, I think I need some help. Let me look around. Let me do an online course. Let me do some research. And all of this is sort of taking time. And it's like suddenly, okay, you're ready to do the work. You know, it helps you fast forward, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've, the clients I've had, they said that working with me, one of them was six weeks. She learned more and did more in six weeks than she would have done on her own in a year. That's amazing. Yeah, you can really achieve a lot when you get your head down. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that push to just keep going. Um, when you're working for yourself, you don't have someone telling you what to do. And sometimes you kind of procrastinate. And so when you hire a business coach, it's like a kick in the pants, like get it done quicker, learn more, and they push you. So, And that's also about, I know, number two on your um, bullet point list, which is about, you know, just being ready to actually go all in. Like you say, if you don't have uh, a boss because you are your own boss, it's Mm -hmm. time to go all in just to scale up. Yeah. And so you're done with playing small. You're ready to hit a new level ready to go all in, stop with the excuses, and that's when you're ready to hire a business coach. And number three for you? I would say, for example, if you have been doing courses or you're doing every single webinar and then you're trying to do it, or say you've watched 100 hours of courses and webinars and all of the above, but it's just not working, there's something wrong. So maybe you're doing something, you know, incorrectly, you need some feedback, you need that accountability, you need that push, and it's just not working on your own. So maybe you're missing something. And then you have that second set of eyes that can show you what to do, what you're doing wrong and help you fix it. And this is the thing like with, um, you know, when you're watching, say, webinars or doing online programs, a lot of that can be generalized because, they are made for a larger audience. Even if it's a niche within your industry, you, you know, really hiring somebody that's got, like you say, eyes on your business, that's got your back to support your journey 
is actually one of those kind of key differences, isn't it? Investing in yourself to, you know, push yourself forward. Yeah, exactly. It's, you can keep doing what they say, but it's not until someone gets that one-on-one support that they can really dive in and be like, well, you keep trying to do this, but you need to fix this content, this strategy, you're doing this wrong, and, you know, customize it for them specifically. So true. Okay, what about number four for your list? What, what would you say? You want to avoid the regular mistakes. When you're growing a business, there's mistakes, and you need the next steps. So you learn from a business coach who's already been there, you do it faster, And you get all the steps on how to do it instead of just like trial and error, which takes a lot of time. You know, you try this, you try that. You just trust what they're doing and you just do the steps A through Z and then get there faster. And you have all the steps right at your fingertips. And then they also like push you, hold you accountable and get there quicker to get to maybe the next level or a new business, that kind of thing. And this was something else we were talked about on a previous conversation as well, because it's really easy to turn to friends and family or, you know, people that you know, maybe, you know, it could be friends, it could be ex-colleagues, it could be anybody, and getting their opinion when actually what you need is really sort of precise, Mm. you know, precise support for your journey, for your business, that, you know, somebody that actually understands where you want to go, because a lot of times when you take consultation from, like say, friends and family, it might not actually be getting, you know, they might not have the vision that you've got for your business as well. Yeah, so I have a story on that. Um, I was doing Facebook ads for businesses, clients, and that's what I was going to do. And I invested money in a course and I was learning and I actually had some clients. And I asked some family members or friends like, hey, should I go to do this business coaching idea instead of Facebook ads. And they were like, well, you already invested in this. So I think you should stay on that. So like if I would have done what my family and friends said, I would be miserable doing Facebook ads instead of loving my life, doing what I really wanted to do, which is business coaching. So you should never ask, you know, all the opinions of friends and families, because like you said, they don't know what you really core want. And especially if they haven't grown a business and they're not where you want to be, they don't know. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, when you're asking for um, opinions from, let's say again, friends and family, sometimes that can actually be confused for like sort of uh, customer feedback you know, in your case where you make custom clothing, they might, you might be actually asking them if you think the product is right for a certain demographic or something like that. And well, that's where it can get blurred rather than sort of actually asking, to, you know, what would be the right thing to scale your business if that's what you're looking to do. Yeah, you always want to make sure you're asking the right people the right questions. Like maybe they could be your demographic, but make sure they are your target audience before you ask them questions, before you apply what they think. It's just really crucial. When else is another time that you really should be thinking about working with a coach? I've heard of people constantly buying courses and they keep looking outside themselves. They keep, like maybe it took them a year and they've taken like five different courses and they haven't made any money. That's a big time when you, you need that accountability, that feedback, that help, because these courses, 
you know, if they're reputable people and people are making success, you should be too. <laughs> like that means you're doing something wrong. Like it shouldn't take that long. You need something is wrong. You need that second set of eyes. And that's very much around accountability. I think that's where, you know, you can turn into sort of a, a, a constant uh, scholar of strategy, but not actually implementing it. You know, it's the difference between learning and doing. A really good example of this is snowboarding. Like you can't watch a hundred videos of snowboarding and then expect to be a pro at snowboarding. Like you actually have to start applying the concepts before you can improve. You got to start somewhere to get better. So just like business coaching or clothing line or, you know, starting your own business, you have to actually start. You can't be perfect before you start. You got to give yourself like that starting position to continue to grow. And what about something else we uh, previously talked about as well, like um, choosing the right coach for you? Because there's a lot of coaches online or mentors online that have, let's say they have big ad budget or they're kind of quite high profile, but that might not always be the right um, coach for you. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree completely. In fact, the coaches I've hired, I... I could tell they were really powerful and really good at what they did, but they were like up and coming. So I caught them before they started charging exorbitant prices and before they gave you a lot less time. So for example, one of my business coaches that I worked with in the past, I just knew she was going to get bigger and I caught her before she started only working with clients for like 20 minutes a week. And so it's good to catch these up and coming business coaches that have good experience while they're going to give you more attention, more accountability, and they kind of like take you under their wing because they like care so much and they have more time. I think that's such an important part of it as well. Really, you know, an ideal mentor many times is somebody that's just a few steps ahead of you in their journey. They don't need to be, you know, the multimillionaire yet. Um, they don't need to have done all the things. They just need to have that passion to be moving forward in themselves. And this, as you say, bringing you along in that journey with them. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, most of the business coaches I've hired, so I've hired a couple. Uh, they weren't too far ahead. The courses I took, they were way far ahead and they got me, you know, ready to hire a business coach. But it really helped them like being able to... Uh, understand my pains and understand my problems like they just went through it so they can really deeply help me and they understand to the core whereas if I were to hire we could say like Amanda Francis or you said Marie Forleo like she's not gonna really understand my pains as much as like someone who's just a few steps ahead of me six months to a year or something they're gonna really like understand you and not just be like oh it'll get better <laughs> And also, I think vibing with your coach is such an important thing, right? I mean, like you need to just, they need to, you need to sort of have, I mean, when you get to hiring them, you want to have that relationship where they really understand what you're about, really believe in your ability to achieve the things that you want to achieve, but sort of vibing with them as well. What are your thoughts? Oh yeah, that's a hundred percent. So if you say they're just amazing business coach, um, and you don't vibe with them. You don't like listening to their voice. You don't like their vibe, their likes, their dislikes. Like you just don't even, you couldn't be their biz bestie is what I like to say. Um, then 
I don't think you should hire them because you're going to have to listen to them. You're going to have to like spend a lot of time with them. You should hire the person that you're like, oh my gosh, I want to be her. I want to be her friend. I know it's business, but I've found that's the person that will help you the most because they're like your biz bestie. They can push you, help you. They are like a mini you. I like to say like mini me's like my clients are like mini me's <laughs> biz besties. No, I totally agree. I think then you know that you're on the same wavelength with what you want to achieve. Yeah. And then you enjoy working with them and you can always like set a boundary and a line like, okay, this is work. This is social. Like we can be friends, but I'm still going to push you. I'm still going to be your coach. I'm not going to be like here for you every second, you know, definitely still create boundaries. Amazing. Anything else we wanted to talk about? Like you said earlier, um, you don't have to have like a business coach that's specifically in your genre or your niche. You don't have to. Um, When I was looking to hire my first business coach, I was like, oh, I really need to find a clothing line business coach like someone who already built a clothing line so they can do this, this, this. And I couldn't really find one that I vibe with or that I thought could help me. I actually couldn't find like any like up and coming clothing line business coaches. So I actually hired a different type of business coach. I vibed with her. She gave me some really good free advice. And then I ended up hiring her a year later and she killed it like she told me the next steps even though she didn't have my specific niche she knew like you should do this 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 she gave me all the next steps that even being a marketer for five to seven years I in researching all this stuff previously I didn't know so it was just like whoa I just learned so much and she wasn't in my specific niche and I don't know I still use to this day what she taught me it was about a year or two ago now. Um, I think it was about two years now. Like I still use what she taught me then to this day. So it's just a really big kick in the pants when you hire a business coach. So you got to be ready to show up and make time. And I think that's the other part of it, isn't it? The investment that you make in that coach is actually in large part an investment in yourself that you're actually banking on yourself to follow through and do the work. Yeah. And that's where I think, you know, free business coaching and free coaching just, it doesn't benefit the client as much because they kind of slack. It's free. They can do it anytime. But when you really invest, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to show up. Like I paid all this money. I have to do what she says. I mean, I paid this money, so it must be worth it. And then they actually do it. Just a real quick example is I did a giveaway recently only two, nope, one out of the four people that won the giveaway actually applied what I gave to them because it was free. I bet you if they would have paid even a hundred dollars, they would have actually done X, Y, and Z that I told them and seen results. But the only person that actually applied it, she got multiple discovery calls and got her first client within two weeks of working with me just from doing what I said. But the other three didn't do anything. I mean, maybe they did. They didn't let me know. They didn't take advantage. So investing is big. It's, it's a kick in the pants. Amazing. And where can people find you online? 
All right. So I am level up with Tia on all things social media, Facebook, Instagram, and I am going to be doing a new podcast called Sexy Biz Babe, and it will be launching next week. I will put all of that in the show notes. Thank you, Tia, so much for your time. It's been amazing talking to you. Thank you so much.